Welcome to Soul on Purpose Podcast. This holistic podcast caters to black girls who love to discuss natural healing, wellness, and empowerment, and those who are looking for concrete ways to fulfill their purpose and be a soul on purpose. Tonight, we're going to be talking to Hollis Gray. She is an entrepreneur and an event guru who has recently moved back to the States from Puerto Rico. She's actually one half of the team that's bringing us the Affirmation Summit, which ties in so neatly with what Soul on Purpose is doing right now in the 40 days of affirmations to welcome in spring. Let's take a listen to what Hollis and I talked about today. You were able to make it today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, of course, of course. Well, welcome to the Soul on Purpose podcast. Um, This podcast is about Black girls and our Black girl magic and us being able to actually have a space where we can discuss wellness and things of that nature. So I'm really glad to have you on the show during our Soul on Purpose Spring Equinox 40 Days of Affirmation. Um, I know you're part of the team behind bringing the Affirmation Summit to the D.C. area. That is so amazing. Yeah, we're really excited. Um, This will be the first year it's held in D.C. uh, And I'm just, I'm really excited for it. Right. I I understand that Aisha Gaines is the founder of Honeybee Magazine, and she's actually the the brainchild, her brainchild, an affirmation-based gathering that incorporates wellness strategies, speaking, hands-on workshops, movement, and sound to help you make peace with yourself and your passion. I just love the whole idea of this. You know, it's, it's just so, it's so, it touches on every facet of wellness to me. You know, um, the movement, the sound, you know, speaking, different wellness strategies. It's just amazing. And then incorporating people's passions into that. It just makes it like a a whole, like a holistic type of event, which I really think is great. That's exactly what it is. I'm really excited um, that Aisha trust me and my team here in D.C. to work with her. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when I when we decided to come back to D.C., I decided that we would grow this community and in the way to do that is really with collaboration right because like you can't you can't grow a community with just one person and so you cannot (laughs) and so (laughs) I, I think that that is something especially women of color that's something that we do right like when we want to do something we want to handle things we handle everything ourselves yes we're trying to be the the baker the candlestick maker everything we want to do everything (laughs) every single thing and then we're tired afterwards or or we're frustrated because no one has offered to help or or created that support and so Mm -hmm. um this year that's really what we are trying to do is just to kind of shift the mindset of like you don't have to do it all by yourself just because you can doesn't mean you have to or you should either because you know I think that we forget that we have genius in the room Mm -hmm. you know and the things that we don't are not able to do very well someone else can do outstandingly and if we are combined with these other people we're unstoppable, you know, and and it's enough, you know, I think sometimes we go at things with a lack mentality. We think that I have to do something myself because I don't want anybody to get my piece of the pie, but nobody can have your piece of the pie because your piece of the pie is your piece of the pie. Exactly. And nobody can have it but you. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. And that's really what um, we're trying to do with the Affirmation Summit is to just, whoever is in the room, um, 
to create the space for them to one take a breath right because like we gotta breathe we gotta take a step back and breathe um and then to be in a room and experience being supported by other women by people of color um and it not be a competition or you not feel intimidated you there mm-hmm. is no lack there is no lack when it comes to us we are so magical and so powerful and so mm. yeah that's that's what this yes. event is all about definitely i definitely agree with everything you just said we are definitely magical and we are definitely powerful um i wanted to know uh, some details about the affirmation summit we know it's going to be in dc but i hello yep i'm here uh, we know it's going to be in D.C., but we also, I also know it's going to be other places around the country. So where else is the Affirmation Summit being based, or I mean, being held, rather? Yeah, so the Affirmation Summit um, actually started in Dallas, te- Texas. So that mm-hmm. is, you know, where Aisha's from. That is where it started um, last year, and it was so well-received that we reached out and asked um, if we could bring it here to D.C. So that's okay. the, the two main places that we're doing them i think after this year they will pop up all over there are some smaller ones that um honeybee natural calls um affirmation on the go right Mm -hmm. and so that really allows for like smaller groups to kind of say hey we want to bring kind of um that feeling just a piece of it right yeah that exactly. that kind of feel to our event can we you know mm-hmm. take a couple pieces from here or there that's amazing yep. um i checked out your website hollistree.com and it really had me wow it was just like oh my gosh she just got up <laughs> and moved to puerto rico i'm 33 i'm leaving bye and i'll see you later and i'll be back you know maybe you know, I mean, that was just like so amazing. You know, it just reminds me of a lot of people that I know, a lot of black women that I know who get up and leave this country and mm-hmm. go to Abu Dhabi or mm-hmm. go to Panama or go to uh, Brazil to live. And mm-hmm. they come back when they feel like it, but a lot of times they don't come back for years. They're like, yeah. Where are you? Yeah. You know? Um, but what were you doing here that either allowed you to move or made you feel like you had to move? I think that's mm-hmm. a big thing for us. Um, I think, especially as black women, where highly educated we're making a lot of money a lot of times we, we're not fulfilled for a lot of different reasons in the workplaces here in America so what was it that made you move or what allowed you to yeah I so I ran a um, event production and catering company here in DC for about four years um, and before that I was in nonprofit and so anyone who is in organizing um, fundraising any mm-hmm. of that it's burnout you know you get it fairly quickly um and I just kind of I always tell people that like my story is not the norm it's not something that happens every day I literally walked into my boss's office and said I don't want to do this anymore um and she said okay you know she was you 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 might you you might think that you're the only one but I've heard that before Oh, good. Well, good. I mean, I have, I've I've heard that before, and I mean, I work in I work in education for my full time job, and we have teachers who say, you know what, this is not for me. I'm going to live in a hole in somewhere in Costa Rica. Bye. <laughs> and they get up and we're like, you're leaving. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, not not very many women of color though, but some definitely yeah. some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's kind of what, well, it, that's not 
fully what happened. I left corporate world to start my own company um, and really thought I was going to do catering and weddings and events for the rest of my life. I would have been really, really happy with that. Um, but I always, I think that people who move into holistic work, um, healers, practitioners, they all go through this like crazy chaos moment and it's like a clearing. A crisis is, of belief is what exactly. I call it. Yep, mm -hmm. and that's really what happened to me. So when I was 27, um, my mom had gotten really sick and ended up having a heart attack and two strokes oh, wow. in one week. Um, and I, I was just, I don't even know what the word is for what I was, but I definitely. Yeah. I can imagine. My mother had a, a stroke <laughs> and a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. And it's, on, it's on a train scary. in New York. Yeah. It's so, so scary. And it's, it's one of those things that, um, you know, like you, you're talking to someone and then two minutes later, your whole life changes. And that, that is what happened. And I was exhausted. I was, you know, trying to figure out how to help my mother, how to help myself. Um, the job that I was in at the time was not, it, was, it wasn't working for me anymore. And so I, I think I, I probably had what would be the equivalent to like a mini breakdown. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I love telling people this, you know, like having mentors and, and really strong support system around you is so valuable. I remember sitting at my mentor's table, just boohoo crying, like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Um, and she said, didn't you say you wanted to move to Puerto Rico? Mm. And I, you know, I looked at her and I was like, how could you, you know, suggest that right now? I'm like going through all of these things. I'm trying to figure out what's happening with my life. And she said, it's, it's okay. I know that it feels like it's not okay, but I promise you that it's okay. And if you just mm -hmm. take a deep breath, you mm -hmm. will, you will see it. Yes. So I went home that day and I prayed, you know, I, I yeah. talked to what I love to call my spiritual entourage, which are all of my ancestors who have transitioned over my guardians and I really was like, okay, what, a, what, what, <laughs> what am I doing? Exactly. You know, like, <laughs> I don't have anything else at this point. I'm going to stop pushing. I'm going to try to listen. If this is what you want me to do, you will make a way. Yeah. I, I woke up the next morning and that literally that way was made. Wow. Um, I mean, you know, when you speak sometimes, people don't really recognize when the universe really answers them because yeah. it's always answering. Mm -hmm. It may not be what you were looking for. Exactly. But, <laughs> but if, you know, God hears, you know, so it's really, really important. I'm actually looking at my, um, my vision board right now and it says, ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and that's really just what it is. When, you, when you're clear, you know, you have to be clear. You and have that's, to be clear. Mm -hmm. and, and when you had take that moment to actually breathe and get and get get clear <laughs> and you know pray and meditate that actually helps you to be clear so that when you ask for what you want then you can get that download you can get that you know you're able to notice and see the the signs of your answer a lot more easily yeah um and I, but thank you for sharing that i really appreciate that i know having a parent be sick is really difficult uh really really difficult um i wanted to talk about puerto rico a little bit i know that you're not in puerto rico now right but um how was it there when you first arrived? Like, how did you establish a business in Puerto Rico? 
I so I had gone to the island when I was 21 um, on vacation and fell in love then you know I it was one of those things where like oh I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be here I remember calling my mom and saying I'm not coming back <laughs> you, know, and, you know like every premonition that was that was just pre- that's exactly <laughs> what it is but you know mm-hmm. every black mom will say to me no you're bringing your butt back home um and you're gonna finish school and so that's you know what she said to me right um but it always stuck in the back of my head and so a few years later I had taken my business partner at the time on vacation because we needed a vacation you know we'd been working so hard and that was another part of it you know you you work for all the things you want and you're supposed to get to a successful point but then you don't take the time to like actually enjoy it right you know people we don't we don't sit still enough we don't not at all yeah and we we really need to and you know what i what i've noticed i think we're going to get into this later but i think it's it's something that that really resides in black women especially that that feeling of i can't stop and smell the roses i'm Mm -hmm. you know and and being being um intentional you know mindfulness is such a big buzzword right now but it's something that i think that really strikes to the heart of what we as women of color need to really like kind of tune into yeah yeah. I, yeah. That's that's exactly and and that is what I learned on the island. I you know, I when I first left to go, it was um 23 degrees here in DC. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, I'm never coming back. See you all later. Bye. <laughs> um and so I remember us so if you if anyone has ever been to Puerto Rico when you're flying in you uh, you see like the tip of the island you see the, the really rich blue water you see the wall that kind of um borders around the the, the coast right and so mm-hmm. I remember seeing that and just feeling like this is it like uh, th- this is what I'm supposed to do I had no idea what I was going to do when I got there I, I didn't plan to stay as long as I stayed I didn't even plan to have Hollis Street because Hollis Street didn't even exist yet Not, oh, okay. it, it wasn't even an idea that wow I, so you I, just you you were just going there and Hollis Street actually became something yep. that that was created once you got there yep. mm-hmm. wow okay yeah okay, I, okay. I had no real plan when I got there I just you know I knew that I needed to to get away um and so I went and I started, when I first got there, I was living on the west side of the island, which is very different than the east side. It's it's a little less touristy. Um, there's more mountains, there's, you know, like dry land, the weather is different. Um, and so I really needed that. I needed to be in a very secluded place um, outside of everyone who's coming to vacation. And so I moved. And for the first six weeks, I was really by myself. Wow. You know, I and how, so how did that feel? Like, did you feel, did you feel lonely or did you feel alone? There's a, there's a distinct difference in my mind of the two. I felt every, everything you could possibly think of. <laughs> All the range of emotions. Feel, I felt, you know, everything. I felt, I felt the All fear. the things. I, you know, I would wake up and I would be like, what am I doing here? What, a, oh my God. I felt that I, I did feel lonely. I did feel alone. Um, I felt sad. I felt excited. I felt happy. I mean, I felt 
every possible emotion. There were some times when I was angry, you know, everything had come up, but that really was my healing journey. That was a part of all of the things that I've been going through mm-hmm. from 33 down, all mm-hmm. of that, you know, yeah. just going, going, going. You had to like purge it. It was like mm-hmm. a purge of all those, those pent up feelings and yep. emotions and all that stuff. I mean, I think that people don't get silent enough anyway, you know, or be alone enough. Yeah. Not just, not just alone, you know, with your phone and looking at Instagram, but I mean, just really alone with yourself mm-hmm. and your maker. And mm-hmm. that's it. And, and, that's, if, and that's if it. You, if you move to, if you happen to go to an island, if you happen to go to Puerto Rico on the west side, you are lucky if you even get phone reception or internet reception. Wow. So, so it, it was one of those experiences. And I, I'm, re- I'm very grateful for it because it, it taught me a lot about um, just being grateful, shifting my mind. And then the, the thing that was happening that, I mean, at this point, there's, you can't tell me that there's anything that I can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel powerful. You can't <laughs> tell me that spirit doesn't exist. You can't tell me that faith, blind faith, um, isn't valuable. I mean, there were just so many things that happened being on that side of the island. And so the first half of the year, that's really what I, where I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I had, I'm, I am very spiritual and not religious. And so okay. what I mean by that is like, I, I'm, I'm very ritual based. Okay. Um, and so that's what I did. I, I had my own rituals there because I, outside of healing, whatever was going on with me, I wanted to really focus on my ancestral line, especially my, um, my maternal line. And so wow, okay. a lot of the work that I did had to do around that as well, because there were I mean it's we hold women hold everything we hold we do you know what's funny I was reading somewhere that your great grandmother how'd it go that we have all the eggs we'll ever have Mm -hmm. and so your grandmother had your mother's eggs with Mm -hmm. her forever and then your mother had all you with her forever like you Mm -hmm. always have been there and i was like wow that's like so deep yeah that that's actually what my um mentor had said to me before i left to go to the island because she said you know there's work that you have to do if you think about it so when we have physical disease right that those are really um things that come into our body from spiritual energy that we have not healed yet Mm -hmm. and so for me my mother had a stroke her mother had a stroke my aunt has had a stroke Mm -hmm. same thing for me Mm -hmm. you know and so Mm -hmm. at a point I was like what is going on here and and it goes to the heart chakra it goes to the whole you know the the unhealed Mm -hmm. wounds from you know being ripped from the mother country Mm -hmm. from from the heartache of our men mm-hmm. being in the condition that they are in, from us not understanding how to handle being single parents if we are or we're not, and even if we are attached, sometimes having to burden, having to carry that burden, and it's mm-hmm. it, it's hurtful, you know. Mm-hmm. So I know where where it comes from, you know, that whole that feeling of you know the settling. The, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a it's a lot of lot of things going on in that heart chakra area that we it's are. A- 
definitely dealing with as African-American women, women of a, color. Mm-hmm. It is a lot. And so if you think about that and you think about your statement about our great, great grandmother holding our mm-hmm. egg, right? Yeah. Now imagine if on a very simple level, not even on a, a high level, but imagine if like, let's say your great, great grandmother was in um, a relationship that ended in heartbreak. And so she's now holding that because she, you know, we can't, we don't, we can't take a second. We can't pause. So now she's carried that. And now all of that energy is now being passed on to the, all of the eggs that she's holding. And no one, heals, mm-hmm. no one heals that. And so now then she has a daughter and that same thing happened. And that same thing happened. That is what heart attack is. It is a spirit. It is a physical manifestation of spiritual heartbreak. And so that's, that was a part of the work that I had to do. Um, on the island was I wanted to work on my maternal bloodline because it's clear that we come from powerful women, warrior women, but there's also a part, but you can be a warrior and be soft and be loving. And you can. Be yeah, I mean, you, ha- you have to have the balance. And I think a lot of times we, we lose the balance. We lose that whole thing because we don't understand that we don't have to be men. Mm-hmm. You know, we can be warriors and still be women yep. and, and still be able to handle the things that we have to handle and still be soft and mm-hmm. still be, you know, loving and kind and gentle. Yep. And I think that that's something that we definitely have to revisit, you know. Absolutely. Um, definitely. And that's what the island did for me. It allowed me to be by myself. It allowed me to do ritual. It allowed me to cry. Some days, if I didn't want to brush my hair, I didn't have to brush my hair. If I didn't want to put on clothes, I didn't have to put on clothes. You know, if I wanted to cry randomly, I could cry randomly and not worry about being judged or thought of as crazy or something going on. Yeah. So that- You were free. (laughs) Absolutely. That was, that is a perfect word for it. And Mm -hmm. that is how Hollis Street was born. I literally was laying in my hammock looking at my view. I lived across the street from a beach mm-hmm. and I thought to myself, this is so great. I think I prob- I'm sure that I was probably crying for whatever reason a few minutes before and I, I was laying there and I said, everybody should be able to experience this. I saw that on your page and I was mm-hmm. thinking to myself, because you, you mentioned a phrase called healing privilege Mm -hmm. and I said you know what healing privilege Mm -hmm. that's something that really resonated with me only because I recognized that when I started my Reiki practice Mm -hmm. I recognized that so many women of color do not believe that they should have access to healing Mm -hmm. they or they or they don't even know that there is healing out there for them Yep. You know, or they don't even understand that I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't want healing to be a privilege. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it should be a right. I think it should mm-hmm. be something that we all have access to equally. And I noticed that a lot of women of other persuasions, they, they, they are always going to the spa, mm-hmm. going, going <laughs> to the, going to this place and, you know, going to get their facials and, you know, going, you know, really taking care of themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. And we will run ourselves into the ground. I praise God that we that we actually have, you know, melanin because you know, <laughs> if we didn't, you know what I mean, we would be really haggard, you know. Yeah. But how we run ourselves, it's yep. just something. 
Yeah, I mean, it's really, 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 that really touched me. I mean, that that's what I'm really doing this for. You know, I want us to understand that we, we have a right mm-hmm. to healing. We have a right to self-care. We have a right to be whole. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And that is exactly what, um, or, or rather, that is what Hollis Tree's mission is, is to just create the space for women, especially women of color, um, especially Black women, to be in a space just to consider the what if, right? Like, oh, what if, what if I am allowed to do this? What mm. if I can have that life that I've, I've always, always wanted? Mm-hmm. What if I can start that business or can travel or I can have friends that are really supportive and see me? Um, and, you know, this, none of this would have ever, well, I'm not going to say it would never have come to my mind if I hadn't moved to the island, but I do recognize, and that is what I mean by my, with my privilege, I recognize the opportunity that I had, you know, at the time I I was not married. I don't, I don't have children yet. And so it, it was very easy for me to say, I'm done doing this. I'm going to do this. Yes. Right, exactly. I mean, and that that's so real. That's so real. And it, and for and it is a privilege in some ways, you know. That's why it kind of hit me because it feels like a privilege. It feels like a privilege to go get a massage even though we know that getting a massage helps with so many different ailments. Mm-hmm. You know, all the arthritis all like the you know lymph the lymph drainage all that stuff is important you know for our bodies and it's people really consider it to be something that is unnecessary yeah you know and and they don't they don't make time for it they don't put put it in their budgets Mm -hmm. they don't feel that they make enough money to really be able to afford it or access it and it makes it feel like it's a privilege but i think it really should be more accessible to um everyone and that's why i have this whole platform and i'm so glad that you were able to come and talk to me today i wanted to kind of revisit the affirmation summit so can you give us a little bit more details on when the affirmation summit is what we can expect how we're gonna you know how you want us to dress like what's happening like give us the whole rundown on what it's gonna be like for sure. I'm so excited. So, you know, you you do have an option. You can join us in DC on July 20th. Um, and and or you if you're closer to Dallas, um, you can attend in Dallas. And that that one is scheduled for late fall. Um, but in terms of what to expect, you know, we want women and actually let me not say women because men are allowed as well. Anyone right. really who wants to be in a space that's just affirming of who they are. And so that what that looks like, we've kind of divided it into three types. And so you have the movement piece, which really is a workshop that focuses on moving your body and, and not just in the traditional ways that we think. So there's so much more, although we do have yoga early in the morning, but there's so much more than, than just yoga to move your body, than just yeah, aerobics to move your body. Yeah. And so um, our facilitator for that, is amazing. She's going to actually create something that is very unique to the summit. Um, Ooh, that sounds amazing. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> so you're and, like doing some like exper- experimental movement. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's, okay. It's so amazing to see because um, what happened last year was women came into the room really not knowing what to expect and what she asked of them 
was to um, dance to a poem and not music. And so, you know, in the beginning, everyone was like, I don't know how to do that. What are you talking about? But by the end, it was so beautiful and they learned um, ways to move their body and relief release stress um bring in you know high vibrations it was just an absolutely beautiful piece and so that's a part of it is you will all in any affirmation summit that you attend you always have a movement piece that's unique to that okay Um, and then from there there are a few hands-on workshops that will be happening Aisha will be leading a workshop that really is around strategy and affirmations and so what that is is having people really understand um, the power of an affirmation and creating something that's unique to yourself. It's Mm -hmm. no different than, um, I'm sure that you've heard of like the law of attraction or manifestation, right? Yes, that's different. It's different. Mm -hmm. A a lot of people come to me and say, you know, it doesn't work. And and then when we talk (laughs) about it, we talk about the strategy behind it. Then they're mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. now I get it. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so that is um, really it's an intentional practice. It's yeah, an absolutely. In- yeah, that, that that's kind of what I what I intimate with my book, um, the lies you tell, the twenty one day journey, um, affirmation journey back to your truth. So I actually talk about what affirmations do, how they work, what what the like, not just the strategy, but the intention behind it. And what it is that you're actually focusing on. Because I think that's also really key. Mm-hmm. And then the wording is key. Like, it's a lot of different little pieces to it that have to be addressed in order for it to really work. Yep. So, yeah. And that's exactly what um, Aisha will kind of be walking walking through with the attendees. And then you'll have um, my portion, which is really about empowerment and letting go. Um, and that's really just a, a discussion with the women. Um, but what I love about, outside of the workshops there will be live music. Um, oh. What I didn't mention, what I forgot to mention is that uh, this affirmation summit in DC has this very specific theme. It's called Don't Forsake the Fellowship, Worship and Gratitude. Oh, okay. So, so it's going to be like a little worship kind of ses- session mm-hmm. there as well. Oh, that's going to be nice. Is it on a Sunday or is it on a Saturday? It's on a Saturday. It's the okay. it's a whole day of worship and fellowship. We're, we're really talking mm-hmm. about how you don't have to necessarily be a part of a church or a religious background to worship, right? Nope. Like worship looks very different for, for many different people. Um, and so that's what we are doing in this particular uh, affirmation summit it's just showing you different ways to worship and different ways to show gratitude there will be you know good good food because if you've ever been to a Hollow Street event that's one of the things that we do is we always feed you and we feed you well okay (laughs) and I like to eat now child yeah Mm, listen food is one mm. of my favorite things man listen you know anytime you're around me you will get some So you feed me, I'm going to be your friend forever. Let me just let you know right now, right? So especially if the food is real good, I'm like, okay, so when we meeting up again, because me, you know. We're well, coming yeah. from a catering background. So oh, that's why I, I do remember that. The food is going to be amazing. And then because I am really big and, and Aisha is really big on working with small businesses. And so there will be local small businesses um, that you know, you, you got to have a little shopping in there, right? You, you need you need to do a little bit of shopping. Just, just be, a little bit. Yeah, just, just a little bit. Just a, just a little change, not a whole stack. Just a little change. Just yeah. a little change. 
you know, it makes you feel good when you buy something good and it's mm-hmm. good for you. It's not nothing bad. You ain't buying 10 pairs of shoes. You're not doing that. You got something <laughs> that's going to actually help you, you know, your practice, you exactly. know, which I think is important. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> exactly. So I'm, I'm hearing shopping. I'm hearing food. I'm hearing movement workshops. I'm hearing empowerment workshops. And I am hearing just like all the love that is being poured into this. And I'm really excited for people to attend this. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there with bells on. But yes, I'll definitely (laughs) be there. And I'm really excited for it to happen. Um, Is there anything else that you would like to tell our listeners before we um, go? Um, Yes. So registration tickets actually go on sale April 1st. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so April 1st are early bird tickets. The first 50 tickets, I believe, get an extra special little gift. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we do expect for this event to kind of, you know, fill up. And so I, I encourage you to get your ticket early um, and right. get that at theaffirmationsummit.com. Okay, so affirmationsummit.com. Mm-hmm. Early bird tickets go on sale April 1st. Yep. Okay, we're expecting to sell out. Mm-hmm. We're expecting for it to be a packed event. Not so packed that you don't feel the impact, but definitely packed enough that you understand that this is something that we need. And we're hoping that it'll come back to the D.C. area or the um, the DMV even again before the end of the year, maybe next year, maybe it'll be a yearly event. But I'm just thankful that you and Aisha are actually putting this together. Um, I think that it's just an amazing event for women of color and men of color or period with people. We all need it, you know. We all need to understand the science behind affirmation. We all need to understand that, you know, movement and wellness and all those things are all incorporated together to make a holistic person feel good, you know. So definitely thank you for your passion towards these things. And I have one more question for you. I almost forgot. Do you plan on returning to um to Puerto Rico? I know after the hurricane, I know a lot of people have fled the island and things mm-hmm. are things are getting better. But I mean, do you do you ever plan on returning to um to Puerto Rico? I do. I still have a home there, so oh, um, right. hopefully I will be back there soon. I think that we will probably pick up doing retreats not this year, but next year. Okay. We want to give it a little bit more time, and because we, you know, we we do do retreats. Um, all over so we want to give people a little bit of um other countries and and local really before we go back to the island okay well thank you so much can you give us your information again where can we find you on um any social media platforms yeah so instagram it's the same on instagram and facebook it's hollis street inc inc H-O-L-I-S-T-R-E-E-I-N-C. Um, and that's across the board. Across the board. So yeah. Hollis Street Inc. on both Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much for being with me today, Hollis. Thank you for having Hope, me. Of course, of course. And we'll speak soon. Okay, great. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that concludes our wonderful conversation with Hollis Gray of Hollis Tree, who's bringing us the Affirmation Summit. I just cannot wait. Oh my gosh, July cannot come fast enough. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Soul on Purpose Podcast. Remember, join me on any of the Soul on Purpose Podcast platforms, Instagram at soul underscore on underscore purpose 
or Facebook at facebook.com backslash soul on purpose or my website tanafaywallace.com where you can download some shock affirmations and maybe get you started. But don't forget to order my book, The Lies You Tell, which is a 21-day affirmation journey back to your truth, which will help you jumpstart your spring equinox's new beginning. Now, until then, I'll be holding this space for us. Meet me back here April 7th. Stay blessed and stay a soul on purpose.